Hello everyone, welcome back to Buttered Popcorn, the podcast about movies. Super exciting stuff. Um, so, I guess we'll just get into it. I have a tea, like, sitting on the chair, and it's really brave of me to be balancing it like that because this chair could get soaked because knowing me I'll probably forget it's there and not take one sip out of it because I'm scared of really long pauses (laughs) so it may just stay there or spill one of the two we're hoping it's not gonna spill but today to continue the Valentine's like lovey dovey month of movies, um, we're gonna be talking about To All the Boys I've Loved Before from 2018. We are talking about a super recent movie. I think so far, this is, I think this is by far the most recent movie that we've talked about so we're gonna switch it up every now and then um so this movie's on netflix and i think i wanted to talk about this movie because you know people have made their jokes about this movie and you know i've i've talked about it in one of my like main youtube channel videos Like, it was a Valentine's Day video, I think. And I'm sure I made some jokes about it. Like, it's, you know, it's like a teen rom-com movie. But it's like, it's cute. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. And I won't take any other opinions on it, honestly. But also this movie like it wasn't the first one I think there have been three of these like there were there was one two and three (laughs) me like there were three one two and three um it was either the second or the third one that I watched it on Valentine's Day I think it was it I don't remember which one it was because I've seen all three of them Um, But it was one of them, and it came out on Valentine's Day, or it was, like, right around Valentine's Day, but I'm pretty sure it was on Valentine's Day, and I was, like, all sad and, like, you know, alone and stuff, and I was, like, just wallowing, and I was, like, I'm gonna, like, make myself feel worse and watch, like, a super romantic, like, rom-com, so I turned it on, And it actually, like, it was a good experience. I remember, like, I think I got food and, like, um, some kind of Valentine's dessert. I don't remember what I had, but I just remember it being, like, a good memory of me. Like, I think I had just moved out, too, like, and I was feeling that, um, too, and it was whichever movie came out in 2020. There must have been one that came out. Or 2021. I can't even remember when I moved out. 
I think it was 2021. And yeah, I had, it had been like a month since I moved out and I was still like, you know, I was feeling that too. Plus it was like Valentine's Day. Like I was just, you know, and the movie just, it, I just, I just like remember it turning it wasn't it, it wasn't necessarily like just the movie that like turned my day around but it was like that memory of watching it and it made that Valentine's Day like one that I'll remember because I think it was like a pivotal time for me even though that was like 2 years ago I think it was like a pretty pivotal time for me even though I don't feel that different like I don't feel like I've like grown like so much since then but I just think anyway I just think it was a good memory so I kind of have like a soft spot for these movies um so yeah so um to all the boys I've loved before this is by the same author these are originally books by Jenny Han um the same author as the summer i turned pretty which is i watched that show twice watched it all the way through twice because it was so good i loved it like i know i'm 25 but it's cute i like i like her stuff um i've read the summer i turned pretty just the first one but i haven't read any of these books i would like to though I, I like a good young adult. Yeah. Um, so, this movie overall is, is like, beautiful. It's, like, really symmetrical. You see lots of shots that are, like, shot very symmetrical. Lots of space above their heads at points. I just love, like, it looking super artsy. And there's just, like, lots of cool, like, cinematic things in this movie and it's like I watched someone else review uh, this movie a while ago and I remember them saying like it's really quiet and calm and I don't I think they were like saying it in a bad way but I was like I love that it's like a quiet like calming movie and it's just like, I just think it's just like a, like a sweet teen romance movie. I think it's cute. So, um, the main character is Laura Jean, um, and she is in love with her sister Margot's boyfriend, Josh. Josh, I remember watching this movie and I was like, Hey Josh, hey Josh, what's up Josh? And when I found out that he was not the main character in this movie, the main love interest, I was like, Josh, Josh, you better have your moment. And I don't think he was in any of the other movies, which was a shame. It was really a shame because I thought he was so cute. Um, so Laura Jean is in love with her sister's boyfriend, who is Josh, 
and but they end up breaking up or they break up in like the beginning of the movie they break up because her sister is going to Scotland for school for college and she's like she said that her mother told her don't have a boyfriend when you go off to college which it's kind of smart like it works out sometimes but like their mom was kind of kind of true with that um and Laura Jean and Josh were like really good friends they were like best friends at one point and then her sister started dating him so it made their relationship kind of weird like they would bring her along on dates to try to help her feel like included but you know that does it that's not it's not the same so um i wrote he's so cute by me girly i i know girly i know past me um so the overall like the the whole thing in this movie is or the whole plot i guess let's use like actual cinematic words mads um she wrote five letters to her crushes and she never sent them she keeps them in a hat box in her um closet so she wrote them at like different times in her life like these love letters like very involved letters and she would she'll like go back and read them and remind her of how like strong her emotions can be which I think is like actually kind of a good idea like if they don't get sent out to everyone um I think that's kind of the same as like journaling like how you go back and listen or not listen to it but read it and you're like whoa like my emotions can be super super strong um I used to kind of do that where I would make like little video diaries for myself and I'll go back and be like oh Madison like girly you're okay like I guess that's kind of similar. Um, so, yeah, she just wrote these to these to these guys, and it was like they started when she was like twelve or thirteen. Through she, well, she's. I was like, they've gone over the years, but she's like sixteen in the movie, so it's just been over the past like few years. But she has a best friend. Um, named Chris, who, okay, so Chris is Jen, who used to be her best friend's cousin. So she's besties with Chris now, and she is Jen's cousin. There's, like, a lot of connecting here. Like, everyone's kind of connected. And Jen, who, like, used to be her BFF, and, like, now they just don't really like each other. She kind of, like, bullies her a little bit. Is she's dating Peter. 
So Peter is the main, the main man of this movie, and he is played by none other than Noah Centineo. Now, when I saw this movie for the first time, I had no idea who this man was, but I, I actually love him in this movie. I absolutely love Noah Centineo in this movie. Say what you will about him. But I loved him in this movie. I was like, hey, also to him. So, like, him and Josh, I was like, oh, she has, like, she has to pick between these two guys. Tough, tough life. Um, but Peter, we find out, was Laura Jean's first kiss in seventh grade when they played Spin the Bottle. But... Jen wanted, didn't want her to kiss him because she wanted to kiss him. Like, she liked him. And now they're, like, older. And I don't know if that's why they fell out. But if so, they should probably, like, let go of that because that was when they were 12 years old. But, um... Because it's not just, like, because I've had friends, like, when I was younger that I just, you know, you just kind of grow apart from, but they're, like, actively, like, don't like each other. And I'm like, okay, like, all right. Um, ow. This is why I need to wear sweatpants when I'm doing this. Okay. So, oh, I just knocked the camera, too. So, also, another little, little Easter egg. It's not an Easter egg. Um, that we have in this movie. King Batch. If you know who King Batch is. Plays a high schooler in this movie. Yeah. He's like one of Peter's friends and it's just kind of jarring to see him because none of the other actors are internet people. I know he's, I, I guess he would be known as kind of like an actor now, but he's also 30 years old. So like, or he was when the movie was filmed, I think, because I put 30 next to it and I think it was because he was 30 when the movie was filmed. Um... Which is, like, not that uncommon for a 30-year-old to play a high schooler, but, like, hey. But the movie is from Awesomeness TV, so I was like, okay, well, maybe they're just, like, using internet people in this. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, she's at lunch, and... She's texting Chris, her BFF, and the little texts come up on the screen, but it's not like little bubbles. It is the most 2018 font that you ever did see. It's like that tall, skinny font. I tried to find the name of the font, but if you know, you, you, you absolutely know. And so that's, like, the font of the texts. I thought that was funny. Um, 
but she sees Josh outside like during lunch and she's like maybe she go over to him like she she walks over to him he's still kind of sad um because his sister her sister broke up with him and so she goes over to sit next to him and she's like is the seat taken and this is like I was like already I was like hey but she's like is the seat taken and he's like yeah and then pauses and then he's like by you if someone said that to me hello hello anyway so I just felt like I had to add that I guess um so the next time Laura Jean sees Peter she almost hits him with her car it's like a thing throughout the movie that she is not a good driver that she like literally can't drive um but so she I guess I like this movie too because it's like pretty relatable hashtag relatable because she's sitting at home on a Saturday night with her sister and they're watching Golden Girls and her sister is like she tells her how it is she's like I'm 11 and I had to cancel plans to be here with you. So you need to like put yourself out there, girly. Like put yourself out there. And what she does later, she makes that happen. Kitty, her little sister, makes that happen. Um so Peter gets dumped by Jen uh for a college guy. Typical, typical. Um and so we see they're at um, PE and they're, you know, running around the track, Lara Jean and Chris. And you see Peter walking up to her, the cinematic masterpiece that this scene is. You see her walk, him walking up to her. The letter is in his hand, his love letter that she had written him. By the way, she had written... Peter won, she had written Josh won, so she sees Peter walking up to her with the letter, and he's like, I need to talk to you. (laughs) He walks up to her, and he's blunt. He's like, hey, like, this is nice and all, but it's never gonna happen. Okay, sir. Excuse me. If someone said that to me, I'd be like, hello? Like, excuse me. Um, And she faints. She falls to the ground and faints. And I honestly don't think that's an overreaction. Because if you put yourself in her shoes, like, imagine someone reading, like, your deepest feelings about them. Or just, like, your feelings in general. Like, that without you knowing and it being like a shock like no like that I don't think that was an overreaction but they all got the letters so Peter has his letter Josh has his letter Uh uh-huh Josh had no idea that she liked him um so Peter just randomly starts calling her Covey 
which her last name is Covington. So he calls her Covey. I'm pretty sure that's her last name. And he calls her Covey, which I think is cute. Like he has a little nickname for her. Um, but so they decide to like everything is, you know, she wakes up and he's and they have a discussion and they're like, let's fake date. Let's fake be boyfriend and girlfriend. So the reason why, so I was kind of confused about this, like the first probably like couple times I watched it. I thought it was like for them to both make the other person jealous, like for Laura Jean to make Josh jealous and for Peter to make Jen jealous. But Laura Jean's current feelings for Josh are kind of like, you don't really know, but she does say she said she wants to do it to convince um, Josh that she's not in love with him currently because he got the letter and he's like, oh, she's in love with me right now, but she wants to convince him that she's not. I think she still like kind of has feelings for him, but like as her feelings grow for Peter, like they kind of go away for Josh. Josh kind of gets just put <laughs> on the back burner. I feel kind of bad for him. Um, but Peter's doing it to make Jen jealous. So Josh is jealous at this point. I think he's, I think he, he's either, and his feelings for her are kind of confusing too, because he is really like, what is this? How do you feel about me right now? I don't think he would be so concerned about it if he didn't have any feelings for her, but maybe not, like, he's just very like, okay, what is this? Like, and she just kind of is like, I don't know. So, um, they, oh, by the way, when he, like, woke her up, um, Josh is walking toward, um, Covey and Peter, Lara Jean and Peter, with the letter, too, and she kisses him to, like, distract him or make him go away. So, that was basically her first kiss after that other time, I'm pretty sure, because she makes the comment of, I don't want all my first to be fake. She doesn't want him to, you know, kiss her as they're pretending for them to date because she doesn't want it to just be like completely fake. So, or just, she doesn't want all of her first to be fake. Like her first boyfriend is fake. Her first kiss is fake. Like all this kind of stuff. So, um, they make, they make these rules. They write them down, but they also add in, see, this is how you know, like, it's already blooming. The feelings are already blooming and growing because they're making the rules for, like, what they're going to do in their pretend boyfriend and girlfriend. Um, and they add in movies to watch together. <laughs> now, we all know that that is one of those, the, one of the first steps of true love is 
writing down movies that you need to watch together. Okay. I mean, that's also like a friendship thing, but like when you know what's happening at the end, you kind of see it blooming then. Maybe not if you don't know that they're like going to fall in love at the end, but that's when it kind of starts to be like blooming because she says that she doesn't want him to kiss her because it would be fake and she's like but you can put your hand in my back pocket and he's like oh excuse me and she says 16 candles that's what they do which I've never seen 16 candles either but he but he had never seen it and she was like we have to watch it so and then he's like we have to watch fight club write it down i'm like okay all right okay so um they go to a party also they do the pocket thing and he like turns her around that scene say what you will about this movie but that one scene I've never really seen anything like that done before, even though I've never seen 16 Candles. Not in my eyes have I ever seen that. So, they go to a party, and Jen is kind of flirting with him, flirting with Peter. He takes her, he takes, he takes Laura Jean's scrunchie, which is on his wrist, and Laura Jean's like, don't lose it, it's my favorite scrunchie, which is so rude of her like you know don't take a girl scrunchie she should know better so she kind of talks about like Laura Jean they're getting into deeper conversations with each other Laura Jean and Peter because they're spending so much time together I mean you would if you're pretending to date um but she talks about how she loves to read about it, loves to think about, you know, love and relationships, but she finds it scary. Partly because her mom passed away and she thinks that if she lets someone in, then they're going to leave, which I think is pretty relatable to a lot of people. Um, because you like to, like, I kind of find myself, like, I like watching, you know, romantic stuff but then the real thing is like so it's like it's you know there are similarities to it but then the real thing is so different it's less romanticized so that makes sense um so um he gets mad because she says that they're faking it. He gets, like, mad at her. And I'm like, y'all came up with this idea, like, she's not gonna say it's real when when it's not. Which I, I was like, hello. And they start getting their families involved. And I'm like, this is getting messy, guys. This is getting messy. They get, and, like, her little sister is getting attached to him because he drives them to school every day and, like, he hangs out with them. 
And I'm like, this is so sad. But she does find out later that they fake dated. Um, but of course they end up real dating. I probably shouldn't give away like the ending, but I guess that's just how how this goes because I'm like I, I assume everyone has seen everything I've ever seen. But um I think throughout the whole movie, like the the cute teen the teenness really comes out. Like the awkwardness of it 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 does come across with the way they talk to each other and the things that they say. It's very it it's like throughout the movie they think that small things are like the end of the world because they're not really they're in high school. So they're they really think that these it's like a lot a few times in the movie where it's like they find little things to be a super big deal or they kind of like overreact to things which it does help the teenness to come across um so like like this is one example that I wrote down he gets mad he's like you don't even post about me on your Instagram which you know I guess that that is a that's a common conversation these days but hearing it said like in a movie (laughs) and it being taken so seriously it's kind of funny but and they're not even actually dating so um but he posted them on his instagram like immediately after one of the parties and i thought that was funny like because it's usually the other way around. Like, it's usually, like, the girl is like, you need to post me. You need to post me, please. But he was like, I'm posting this. But it was to to make Jen jealous. So, whatever. Um, and she finally admits to herself that she's starting to have real feelings for Peter. Which we all knew was going to happen. Um, so, by the way, there's this huge ski trip that they're going on, and, um, that's, like, ooh, like, if they go on this ski trip, like, they are together, okay? Like, going on the ski trip together is, like, a big thing at this school. So, she's saying this to herself. She says, How do you tell your fake boyfriend you can't go skiing with him because you're starting to have real feelings? And then she says, you can't. So she just like kind of avoids it. So they go on the ski trip. Now this part, they have like the drone or whatever they're using to film it. Like the overlay of the bus, you know going up to the ski trip because they're in Oregon, I believe. So they're going on the ski trip. And during this part, the, in the background, is that 
I like me better when I'm with you. Hey, hey, hey. I like me better when I'm with you. I love that. I remember when I saw that the first time, I was like, this is, this is the peak. This is it, everyone. Um, so they're, they're at the, you know, ski trip. And Laura Jean doesn't, you don't see any skiing happening at all. They're just in the lodge and, um, because Laura, Laura Jean doesn't go skiing. She kind of just stays in her room because she's actively trying to avoid Peter. She doesn't sit next to him on the bus on the way there, even though he wants her to. And you find out later that, like, he got snacks and, like, special snacks, went across town to get snacks that he knew that she would like. And, um... Yeah, she doesn't sit next to him because she's just trying to avoid her feelings for him. And, um, so, nighttime comes. I don't know how long they're supposed to be on this ski trip. I feel like it's around a week or so, or a few days. Um, but it's nighttime, and Lara Jean's friend, I don't remember his name, he is, he says... Um, he's definitely waiting for you in the hot tub. Don't know how he knows this. Don't know how he knows this. I want to find out his name. I'm just curious what his name is. Uh, Lucas. And he's like, I... He's waiting for you in the hot tub. Like, he... Because he has kind of seen that he the way he looks at her he mentions that and he's like she he he likes you too so she goes out to the hot tub it's like super romantic he's out there by himself i was like if this is a school trip there would be more than one person in the hot tub at night i feel like because that would be like the place to be because that would be so fun like, imagine a school ski trip. That would be so fun. But, um, she comes out to the hot tub. He's out there waiting for her, as Lucas said. Um, this, this part may ruin this for a lot of you because it, one million percent ruined it for me. I think it's in the second movie. I hate to tell y'all this. Like, I don't even want to say it. Because it hurt. It hurt. Okay. So. We think that he's waiting for her in the hot tub. For Laura Jean. In the second or third movie... I think it's in the second movie. We find out that he... I'm trying to find her. He was waiting for Jen in the hot tub. But Laura Jean shows up, so he's like, okay. Now, I may not... I don't remember the entire story, but I remember hearing that and being like, no. 
that ruined it like ruined that part for me because I thought that part was so cute and like romantic or whatever now why did they do that now why did you have to go and do that um so anyway they like kiss in the hot tub whatever and um like, I was obsessed. I wrote down, you don't understand. I was obsessed until I heard that he was not waiting for her. But I'd like to think that he he wasn't waiting. Even if he wasn't waiting for her, he, like, wanted it to be her. Or maybe, like, Jen. Oh, because Jen. I probably should have watched the second movie before I, like, go talking about it but Jen films them in the hot tub so I think it was because he was waiting on her she was on her way and she sees them together and she's like oh I'm gonna like sabotage this so she films it it goes around everywhere um but that like dies down um but girl no Oh. So um So Josh and Peter are basically fighting over Laura Jean at this point. They're fighting over her and it's a tough life for Laura Jean. Like I'll tell you right now, this is a tough life for her. Um and her sister comes back into town. She hears oh Laura Jean is in love with my boyfriend. Oh, cool. Awesome. Um, and as soon as her, when her sister is in town, it is group hug central. There are about 28 group hugs in this movie. And I love it. I love a group hug. But I'm like, they love hugs. And I think that's sweet. Um... I don't know why I observed that. Okay. So, the video gets out of Laura Jean and Peter in the hot tub. Even though they're literally just kissing in the hot tub and it's not, like, there's nothing, like, nothing's happening there. And it goes around and I'm like, wait, why is this, why is this happening? But then it kind of dies down, so it's not really any like big part of the movie like he takes up for her I mean she does get like bullied for it which is of course trash but if they just saw the video they'd be like okay (laughs) I don't know why anyone in high school would be like um like ew like would bully someone for that like I don't get that but okay I just don't understand bullies is the thing like I'm too empathetic for that (laughs) um that's what it sounded like I was trying to sound like, but you know what I mean? I think, like, it does. It just doesn't. The bully parts in high school movies, like, I just don't, I can't wrap my head around it. Because I know there is bullying, of course. But, like, the things that people get bullied for in movies, I'm like, would this actually happen? And it could, because I, like, didn't go to a lot of high school. Like, I was homeschooled or did online school 
slash online school for a lot of high school, but I was like, mm, what you know? So, um, my favorite line in this movie is, my life was a mess, but I could clean my room. And I get that. I really get that. And it's like a montage of her cleaning her room. And then her dad, like, comes in her room and, like, wants to take a drive. And the dad, by the way, is played by John Corbett. Is that how you say his name? I love him. I love him and everything I've seen him in. Love him. So, they go for a drive and they, like, go to the little diner. And I think that whole part of the movie is really sweet. The... The movie is not just centered around the love story and everything. Like, a lot of it's about family, and I think that's it's really sweet. That's why I love the group hugs. I'm like, oh, this is like a family thing, too. So, um, Kitty, I don't know if I mentioned this, but Kitty, like, sent the letters. Her little sister sent the letters. And because she was like, you need to, I just wanted you to live it up, girly. So she sent out the letters. Yeah. She said, girly, you're making me sad. So she sent out the letters and she also kept Peter's notes that he had sent to Lara Jean. So when they made the pact together to fake date, he mentions, he, he, this part is so cute though, honestly. He says, I can write you notes. A, a 16 year old would absolutely say, yeah, notes were everything. I remember like I would write notes to my friends and like we would write notes to each other and it was just that was one of the most fun things ever. Like, every time they would, like, hand you a note and you could, like, read it in the next class. That was the most fun. I feel like I was not great at writing notes because I would not know what to say in notes. That's kind of how I am now. Just, like, in general, I don't talk. I'm not, like, a very talkative person. So, I feel like that kind of came across in the notes, too. Like, I was kind of quiet. So, I wouldn't know what to write in the notes. Or I'd be like, they don't care. They don't care what I have to say. So, <laughs> I would, but I would love their notes. So, I'm sure they would have loved my notes. But that's just my, that was just like a little insecure. Um, like Madison there. But anyway, so she kept the notes that Peter had written her. And... She started reading them, and she, because she, right before that, she was like, I never got a love letter. I sent out, all, I, like, wrote all these love letters, but I've never gotten one. And Josh is sitting there as she's reading these notes from Peter. I thought that was the most awkward thing ever. Like, Josh is just sitting there, and he's trying to be supportive, you know, but he's just kind of like, well, my girlfriend broke up with me. I thought you liked me for, like, a day. And then you were like, oh, actually, I love this other guy who's, like, tall and handsome. And he's just, like, getting put on the back burner throughout this whole movie. 
and I'm like Josh you deserve love and I I think he did find love at some point in his life I really do so Josh is just sitting there and she's reading off these love notes and he's just kind of like okay like awesome like good for you and he's like still didn't think you got a love letter which is nice because he's being supportive but <laughs> it's like why is Josh here hello like I, I I was thinking about like what happens like after that scene because she leaves like after this scene she's like bye I'm gonna go find him and he is he just like all right well I gotta go all right I'll see you later I guess like, after that happens. So, uh, Laura Jean finds Peter on the lacrosse field, of course. Because he plays lacrosse, of course. And she's, like, walking across the lacrosse field. It's, like, after practice. And she wrote him, I guess it was another letter. And, um... Yeah, she's like, I like you. I like you. So she confesses her like. And then he says, I'm in love with you. And I didn't notice this the first time I, first few times. I've seen this movie like quite a few times. The first few times I watched it, I didn't notice that she's like, I like you. And he's like, I'm in love with you. Like, those are two different things. But like, I get it though. Like, I understand. So... So, yeah, he's like, I'm in love with you. And, you know, it all ends, like, sweet. And he says, you gonna break my heart, Covey? And I don't want to give anything away, but yes, she does. She does. She does. But then I think they end up back together. Like, at the, at the end of the day... At the end of the day, I think they do end up together. I don't know why I don't have any memory. I think I've only seen the second two, like, once each. But this one, I think was definitely the best. Um, but yeah, in, like, the second movie, she meets uh, Josh An John Ambrose, who she had also written a letter to. And, you know, there's a whole, like, love triangle happening there. But anyway, we don't we don't think about those movies like that's the thing is that with this movie, you have to block. I think that's why I don't remember a lot about the second and third movies like they were cute movies, too. But to really it fully enjoy this movie, you kind of have to block out the second and third ones if you really want to enjoy it unscathed. So, yeah, that was that was to all the boys I've loved before. Um, yeah, I think it's a really cute, like, teen rom-com. I think that's a different, like, like, compared to 27 Dresses. Excuse me. Oh, hello. Indigestion. And I think this movie... Like, teen rom-coms and then, like, adult, 
like mid 20s or 20s and 30s rom-coms are like two different things and I'm slowly I used to like I still relate to things about teen rom-coms but I'm finding myself slowly moving over to the 27 dresses side of it all because like 27 dresses is about like marriage lifelong commitment you know you know like she's in her apartment she has a job this movie is like teen high school little bit of drama a little bit of melodrama um like little love triangles um your bestie that's not your bestie anymore like that kind of stuff and I find myself like I guess I'm in that like kind of in between but people my age you know I guess I could go into that more later or like never but you know at my age it's like a weird age because like there are people my age that are more on the side of you know the teen or like just like in relationships or like not even in relationships but then there are people that are married like there are people my age I remember from school that are like married with kids like multiple kids or there are people that are single working on their career or like just every there's so there's like so many different kinds of people at this age but like when you're a teen it's like everyone's kind of on the same you know you're all kind of in the same packed you know path and then every eventually like slowly everyone starts going off onto their own little paths and they're all at different speeds and they're turning different ways so I just think, thought that was interesting to think about but yes if you just want like a fun like just cute pretty calming fun movie to watch I really recommend this one so and you gotta love the whoa stop it stop it Noah Centineo says whoa a lot in this movie and I loved it it adds to the ambiance so yeah thanks for listening and I'll see you next time bye